spaceship in the sky to the simulation in the mind. Let's all embark on another journey of Conversations on the Fringe. I would like to thank each and every one of you for your hard work and dedication to our cause. In reviewing this year's progress, let me say that we have been highly effective in conditioning the people's minds to accept our solution to the world's problems. The energy crisis here in the United States was exceptionally successful worldwide, and we expect similar success with our upcoming food shortage. Our labor leaders have made great progress by causing confusion and work stoppages in all areas of the world. Financially, the dollar is being devalued even faster than we could have hoped. Politically, the public has lost total confidence in any form of government. The threat of universal war is a daily possibility. As you know, we ourselves do not need to hold any visible office of leadership. As a matter of fact, it's better that we do not. If we control the finances, news media, food, transportation, energy, we control everything. It is important that you, as world leaders, keep our program before your countrymen. With our World Bank and computer program operational, we now have the capacity to control the financial affairs of every human being on Earth by giving each person his own computer number. Anytime his number is used, we would know his financial situation at once. He could not buy or sell anything without his computer number. It will simplify their lifestyles tremendously. The end result will be a one-world monetary and government system that we alone will control. My goodness. Welcome to the weekend, everybody. This is Fringe. I'm Vince in place of Josh tonight. He'll be back Monday. He's uh, visiting the mothership again on official business. I can't say anything else. And today I'm joined by Roxy and the one and only Yay. And we're going to be talking hey, hey. about... Hey, hey. Thanks for joining it. Good to see you. And thank you, Roxy, as well. We're talking about mind games specifically something that we saw recently and more and kind of mind control and psychology in this kind of lane of things. And we'll go for about an hour today. So hope you all are ready. We've got some stuff to look at and I can't wait to hear your guys' thoughts on it. But uh, for those who don't know, this is conversations on the fringe where we try to get away from politics a little bit. I know that first clip there. I mean, it's hard to escape this political nightmare but uh we're gonna do our best not to get too political tonight because it's the weekend we like to kind of get a little loosey-goosey and weird and uh thoughtful so uh join us join us join us thank you for joining us and well, uh you talk about mind games to take the government and politics out of it because they it, are the masters <laughs> that's the truth right there roxy absolute truth well, this kind of came to mind because of a video that Roxy sent me. Um, I saw clips coming out over the weekend. And on Monday, or I don't remember if it was Monday or Tuesday, with coffee in the morning uh, on the morning show, I think I talked about the... I, I know, I know I talked about the um, the sphere, or what do they call it? They call it the sphere in Las Vegas where they're holding concerts now. And usually they project an eye on the outside. It's just a bunch of LED screens. And yeah. on the inside, they have like... They got a big pumpkin out there now. Oh, nice. It's actually not LED screens. It's like oh. all these different individual... It's really intense when you start looking into what they're doing. Hmm. I don't know. projecting images. Yeah. And the sound. The sound that they're using inside, too. Yeah, I remember you said something about they use frequencies inside as well. And here's a picture of yep. this, the sphere in Las Vegas as the pumpkin for uh, Tis the Season. <laughs> and uh, they had their first concert last weekend. And I saw clips of it and I talked about it on coffee. And I said, you know, this is really cool. I bet it's a, an amazing experience. Uh, not only is it visual and auditory because of the band and because of the graphics inside the walls have these screens of some sort as well, but they pump in other sensory uh, cues like smells and whatnot. And so this is just like uh, something that really captivates you. It's very, uh, I imagine it would be very, what's the word? Captivating or just 
whatever. Um, it's called but, like um, 4D or 5D because they mm -hmm. add not only sound and vision, but they add smell and there's like airs blowing at you and there's different other sensory, like the seats do things. It sounds kind of like Disney, but it's ultra sensory. Right. Mm -hmm. And Disney does do a lot of uh, sensory things like that. Um, if you go on Soaring, yeah. it's a... It used to be soaring over California. I think that's what they still have in California, but in uh -huh. Florida, it's soaring over the world. And you're like when you go through the the Serengeti and the elephants, and they blow dirt. You smell the dirt. And when you're flying over like orange fields, you smell oranges and all those kind of. Th I mean, it's to auditory. It's all yeah. It's auditory. All the senses. They try to envelop you to make you yeah. feel like you're there. It is a remarkable ride, I will say. And Disney, aren't they kind of notorious for the early experimentation in television and in old cartoons and things with kind of subliminal stuff? That is what I've heard. Yeah. I yeah. learned a little bit more about that recently, and I was Not like, really? huh, that's interesting. Yeah. yeah. And then, of course, there's the conspiratorial Nazi connection there, yep. which gets weird. But... On Coffee, I mentioned, I was like, you know, this is really cool and all. And <clears throat> just like anything, this could be a positive or a negative. And the minute I saw it, I didn't think it was very cool. Really? I mean. Nope. It, it seems like it is um, totally designed to deceive you, to me. That's yes. what it seems like. It's the perfect what? tool to do so. But what if Trump controlled it? Or what if somebody good controlled nope. it? It wouldn't make a difference. Nope. It wouldn't make any difference. I mean, you have, you can go all the way back, you know, if we want to bring religious organizations into yeah, this absolutely. conversation, you know, you have, and I'm not picking on anybody in particular, I'm using it as an example. You have the Catholic church where they um, made it seem like no one could understand the Bible except them. Therefore, they had to interpret it. And the way that they interpreted it was through stained glass windows and statues and things like that. So on the one side, they were telling you they were explaining it. But on the other side, if you look at some of these stained glass windows, they're not biblical or they are a, a strange way of translating the biblical into a visual and you have the right, same situation it. here you mm -hmm. can do that whether you're a good guy or a bad guy it yeah. doesn't matter uh, the technology allows for even a good guy um to have somebody on their team that's not a good guy that can slip things in yeah. that'll get past that good guy true so you know, but, and then you have movie, you know, movies or shows like Inception, oh, where yeah. it's it's grooming people technically to accept virtual reality. Mm. Well, and just like when you talk about Disney as a corporation, was Walt the one that was doing it, or were there other people that were doing it? Everyone wants to always say it was Walt. I'm not saying mm. it was. It wasn't. I I, I don't know honestly. Exactly. I mean, I've been uh, watching Disney almost since the inception of Disney. Yep. Uh, you know, I grew up with Disney and what the Mickey Mouse Club was then when I was very young to what the Mickey Mouse Club became are totally two different things. And I went to um, Disneyland in California when I was young. And then I went and took my daughter, my oldest daughter, when she was, I think she was two at the time mm -hmm. the first time i went to disney wait i went to disney world in california and disneyland in florida nope. right or vice versa. Florida. i had it right the first time okay yep. anyway i took my daughter to florida so it was many many years later and it was like a totally different vibe totally different wow but you you know you have things like the cartoons and that it, when you're a kid, things skip right over your head. But as an adult, you watch those things and you see something totally different. So yeah. were they subliminally uh, manipulating children? I think so, yes. If anything, I think the subliminal messaging was to make 
you like Disney more? Okay. I don't know. I, I, I'm not convinced of that, Roxy, because mm -hmm. look at shows like um, Fantasia. Mm -hmm. Oh, Fantasia is a totally different story. Fantasia yeah. is a drug trip. Yeah. <laughs> I actually, I think, I personally think Fantasia um, is a result of Walt when he was on his cancer treatments and he was on drugs for cancer treatments. Oh, wow. Yeah, but did he write it or did other people write it? I mean, I think, you know. I think there was a combination, but I think yeah. a lot of it was allowed, even if it wasn't you know him doing it i think a lot of it was allowed through because he was on you know he was at the end there and he was on treatment right right so i think things that he maybe would have never allowed through got through because of that but at the same time i mean if you look at the technology just from yeah. a technological standpoint fantasia was amazing for that oh, yeah. time and i could see well whether he was a good guy or bad guy I could see him saying yes, because I mean, you look at oh, yeah. where you know Steamboat Willie, for uh, all the way to Fantasia. Oh my God! And now look the at music. the uh, what is it? Electric Light and Magic. What is it called? Not sure. The at, at um, no, the uh, <laughs> Spielberg. Mm -hmm. What's the name of his uh, animator guys? I'm not oh, sure. Oh, DreamWorks. DreamWorks. Oh. No, before that, it was uh, it was like Electric Light and Magic or something along those lines. And, uh, you know, that was massively amazing technology for that time. I oh, mean, yeah. you guys got to realize, I, you know, the first time I saw a computer play a game, it was Pong, okay? Me too. Pong. Yeah. Me too. I mean, that yeah. was like compared to the technology that we have today and the things that get slipped into that technology, games, commercials, yeah. movies, TV shows, whatever the situation is, mm -hmm. you have massive amounts of uh, marketing that's occurring. Yeah. I mean, just as how many times do you see a Coca-Cola truck go by or a Pepsi truck or mm -hmm. somebody's eating Doritos oh, or whatever it is in the yep. show, in the movie, etc. Then you add in things like the morals and the dogmas that are being presented in a commercial, in a TV show, in a movie, etc. And and it's all it's all mind games. It all derived, is. Derived yeah. said it was called industrial light and magic. Yeah. Oh. Thank you, industrial light, electric light, industrial light. I couldn't remember the exact name, but yeah, that was the original, um, you know, like CGI guys or whatever well, they were called. The guys that are making movies, they not only are the ones that are really good at it and have vision, like Walt, yeah, like Steven Spielberg and Lucas. You yeah. just said that Spielberg came up with a, the Industrial Light and Magic. A lot of people don't know that George Lucas is the one that created Dolby Digital Sound for years. Yeah. The yeah. Dolby Digital Sound that was in every theater wow. everywhere. Every car George, stereo. Created by George Lucas. These guys are. It was in my tape deck. Yeah. Mm -hmm. They're not only looking at making movies and the you know what they're creating on the screen, they're looking at how they can envelop you and make it an immersive experience. This is you know, yeah. they, they are truly inventors and creators yes right and like i said the technology is amazing and it doesn't matter if it's a good person or a bad person it's going to be used yep. to manipulate us in yes. one way or another it's going yep. to be used in that way Eventually, and, and that's what i was saying about I hope I'm not talking too much, but okay. and that's what I was saying about religions. They do the uh -huh. exact same thing. Doesn't matter what religion yeah. it is. Every yeah. every every religion does that. They manipulate people for whatever purposes. Sometimes it's for your good, or they think it's for your good, and sometimes it's for your not so good. You yes. know, and uh, that's that's the world that we live in. You know, whether you believe it's a matrix or a hologram or it was created by God or whatever you believe, that's the reality. And part of that could be 
because we've been programmed for many decades to see things in that way. Well, even before we had TV, we had music. Churches, yeah. churches, politicians, everything. Before there was even you know visual, yeah. you had music. Music You're was absolutely used to right. influence people. And um, they were designed to make you feel emotions. You had the printed word, propaganda Pamphlets. and the printed word, signs. Why it goes back, man. Billboards used to be huge. Why do you think people used to carry signs? You don't yep. see many people carrying signs anymore. I mean, some people, yes. But when you didn't have TV, if there was a, a protest or anything where you wanted to get, you had billboards up, you had signs. Politicians used the printed word. They used music. Watch any movie like um, an old movie, or not such an old movie, but when it's about past times, mm -hmm. like Brother, Where Art Thou? where they talk about a lot of um, political stuff and how, you know, you travel across the country. How word used to travel was very different than now it's instantaneous. Yeah. And if you go back far enough, I mean, you've got like Romans putting out propaganda pamphlets and things. Yep. To yeah. How people yeah. think. And also like just straight up lies, spread lies throughout the lands, uh, lies about wars, lies about In, this and that. And just to mess with people's psychology and morale. It's, do you know where uh, graffiti started, Vince? Yay? Yeah, the in the um the cavemen. No, no, no. That was cavemen <laughs> were doing drawings. No, tell me, tell me. In uh, Rome. Because uh, graffiti was used to uh, slander with the common people, it was used to slander politicians. Yeah. The, the political people, commentary. The opposition would pay artists to go and do graffiti of you know, this guy having sex with somebody who wasn't his wife, or I mean, it's gonna sound right. bad, but it's true. Penises were all over the walls in Rome because it was like yeah. this big thing to show phallic symbols and uh, guys doing, I mean, all these different kind of drawings on walls to influence political opinion. It was crazy. Wow. Yeah. Yep. Yeah. It was it, the, it I, was the I was aware of. The, yep. the sexual innuendos uh, yep. and things all over the place, but before, I didn't realize that about yep. politicians. That makes sense. Before we go on, I want to discuss real quick resisting brainwashing or coercive persuasion that we've uh, come across, whether it's radio or TV or t shows, Netflix, Hulu, you name, whatever you pick your poison. And it's kind of theory, controversial, and there's not a lot of stuff out there on it. And if, if you start reading different things, a lot of times you'll come up with, it'll be like, yeah, you know, back in the day when they tried subliminal messaging in film, they found it had little to no effect. So there's nothing there. But when you multiply that little yeah. to no effect by the millions and millions, they figured it out and you could be influenced beyond what you could just know. They just got better at hiding it. Mm -hmm. But I want to think how to avoid this because I feel like a lot of people are immune to this kind of thing. And here's why. And I found this list here. Critical thinking is one. Awareness and education. And that's what we're all about. So maybe we're a little bit immune to this. Mindfulness, self-awareness, okay? Rationalization of things when you hear about them or see them or just things that come up that seem to come from yourself or your mind. Emotional resilience, social support. So having groups like this where we talk about this, or you could go, hey, is this right? Or what do you think about this? Or I have this idea. What do you think? Kind of stuff. Boundaries and assertiveness. If your mind is already made up, you're not going to, going to be influenced on what to do next. You're done. You've already decided, right? Media literacy, understanding what's going on with that. And just independence, autonomy, and that kind of stuff. So I think that there are ways to be impervious to this. Do you guys? Oh, absolutely. Yeah, I agree. I mean, I think one of the things that we um, lose sight of is mm -hmm. that, you know, as a, in this, again, I'm going to go back to a spiritual type of an aspect. Uh, one of the things that we fail to recognize is that it is not our brain that feels emotions. It's our spirit that feels those emotions. And so it's okay to feel emotions, but you have to be rational 
about your emotions. And that's where we are not taught that anymore. And you cannot think critically if you are ruled by your emotions. And that is what a lot of this marketing and mind games is about, is getting people riled up emotionally. Well, what happens, and this is my opinion, uh, what happens when you get emotionally emotionally riled up is you create uh, a buildup of chi, prana, uh, kundalini, you can call it sexual energy, you can call it orgone, you can call it any of those things, and it builds up within you. And there are um, beings, let's just call them that, there are beings that want that energy. They want to feed, feed off, off of it. it. They want to feed off of it. Yes. They're Jeez. called emotional vampires. Well, why are they called that? Because they want to, quote unquote, eat your emotions. So when people get all riled up like that, they can no longer think rationally. They cannot think critically. All they do is feel. And what that does is it builds up that energy and you need a release. It's just like yeah. a sexual release. There are points in your life where you need a sexual release. Well, that's exactly what that is, is you can either focus it and elevate yourself to be above the mind games, above the mind control issues, above the emotions, even though you feel them above those emotions and bring yourself to a higher state of consciousness, or you can succumb to those feelings, those emotions, whether they're good or bad, it doesn't matter. They're feelings, they're emotions that cause that energy to vibrate within us. Again, my opinion. Mm -hmm. And um, if we continually focus on those emotions with no release, meaning you go up to a higher level of consciousness, then uh, somebody's right there ready to siphon it off of us. Mm -hmm. And one of the ways that we can release the energy that's within us and bring it to a higher state or of consciousness is to ground ourselves with the earth. And Pat, um, I'm sorry, Charlie Horse mentioned something about this today on the app, which I loved what she said, and it was related to the medical, but it works the same way because anything medical is physical and the emotions are physical or spiritual. They can be one or the other. We have that option. Mm -hmm. And when you allow the emotions to stay in the physical you can get really messed up by yeah. all the crazy things going on in this world and all the things that you see on TV and the news and et cetera, et cetera, oh, yeah. even in conversations with others. So when you go outside into nature, you're healing your body, but you're also healing your emotions. And it brings you back to that state of where we should be. You know, get outside mm -hmm. as often as you can and get bare feet on the ground. Uh, Go yeah. hug a tree. Get your Go hands dig on the in the too. dirt. Go do you know, something absolutely. that keeps you away from that buildup and you will find that release because I, just like lightning goes into the ground. Well, it's the same with our energy. It goes both ways. I so can build it Sparky up. Just said in the comments, run a wire from your mattress out the window to the grass. Watch yeah, your body real. heal itself because you're grounded. That's real. wow. Well, I didn't think of that, but that's especially in the winter here in Michigan. That's not a bad idea. There's devices that connect to your house's ground and then mm -hmm. connect to your bed. It's great. great well, if story. we are energy, if we are electricity, then we need to be grounded Absolutely. in one way or another. And we, we've we lost that concept in these cities and all these buildings and the cement and the et cetera. You know, yeah. we've lost that concept. And I love that you brought up having that release. I, I had an incident today where I got so almost overwhelmed and it could have got to the point of fighting with my, you know, people around me, um, which it was a little bit, but <laughs> kind of what caused it. But it was just, um, you know, shit happens when you're doing things and uh, mm -hmm. things just kept building up and building up. And I was getting like, 
it was to the point like <clears throat> I was getting frustrated and pissed and it's to the point of where like you just want to yell you know what I mean and I'm just trying to rationalize and at those those moments are the hardest in it, in it is the hardest when you have to like figure it out and kind of make the right choices not to make things worse but to actually make some progress and improve instead or learn something or um ex or just like resolve it right so I thought about it and I just kind of shut up and kind of moved on a little bit and then I brought it back up a little bit later and explained it best I could as calmly as I could like I am now and it was fine it wasn't a fight or anything and then after that I was still worked up a little bit and I was like okay what am I going to do and I'm trying to like research for the show and um do a couple things in the studio and I'm like all right I have plenty of time till uh the show so i got outside and i grounded myself i crawled around in the grass yeah i perfect. did some exercise and then i stretched and then i took a shower and you got that release and i feel Especially, great. you know feel between great. the ground and the water yeah that's exactly what we need to do absolutely well, and, and it's what tough. you said Kate, about um energy and you know i was i immediately started thinking about when you argue with someone yeah. And how, especially like a liberal or something, and they get so emotional right away, and yeah. they're on the attack. They're on the attack, and they feed off of you if you get upset. Mm -hmm. But it's not only person to person. Think about this. This made me think about it. Why do they like with again politics? What Hillary Clinton, Vince, and I were talking about this earlier. She's a nice what lady. She said today. About she said it on purpose. Of course she did. To rile people up feeds off of that energy she's calling us deplorables and saying we have to be deprogrammed because she knows everybody's just gonna it, that that those are fighting words mm -hmm. it's a it's a trigger point it is yeah. and they're always trying to trigger and when you get into a crowd and you have two opposing sides that energy is palpable mm -hmm. and why when people come to blows they feel that release that adrenaline the release why does that feel so good it you know they, mm -hmm. we're human you gotta it's like an emotional orgasm. That's yes. why. <laughs> exactly. Wow. What's well, like so, it's a weaponized oh, emotion. Weaponized Grandma emotion. Revolt wants to see my shirt. She said, um, sort of what? It it's backwards. Sort of. Sort of. Sort of. Sort of sweet. Sort of. Beth Dutton. I'm a big so, Yellowstone fan for anybody out there. I don't know. What does it say? Sort of sweet. Sort of what? Sort of sweet. Sort of Beth Dutton. Beth Dutton, oh, that's a character. Yellowstone, the show Yellowstone. And okay. Beth Dutton is the best character. On All right. Show, hands down. So. All right. So let's look at these clips from this dome because oh, they had yeah. their first concert. And like I said, when I covered it, I was like, this could be used for good. This could be used for evil. But given how the music industry is, you know, I'm skeptical if this is good. And then Roxy sent me this. Uh, maybe not exactly this because the guy who posted it, I believe he took the original video down. Um, oh, okay. But let's watch a little bit of this and I would love to know, hear your thoughts and uh, anybody in the chat as well. So let's watch. By the way, let's real see. quick. Yeah, go ahead. Um, if, if there's something in the chat that I need to know about, can you guys let me know? Because I can't see the chat. Yeah. Thank sure. you. Yeah. I'll just take a quick look at the chat too before we keep going here, just in case there's anything. Uh, Mr. Plum says it's because you're going from a harmonic dissonance to a consonance, and in the rise is where joy is found. Hmm. Interesting. Mr. Does Plum, he mean a resonance? A harmonic dissonance to a consonance. I don't know. Resonance to dissonance, maybe. Yeah, Maybe I just don't understand the words. But uh, let's take a quick look at this, and I may pause it and talk during. So this is a YouTube concert performed at the Las Vegas Sphere. And these are words that were um, projected as this was going. It says, taste is the enemy of art. Actually, let's just watch the whole thing, and we'll go back. I'm gonna turn the sound down a little bit here just in case we want to talk over it it's very fast text you can see it kind of says i love you i love tv 
could pick some words out of there. Taste is the enemy of art. What does that mean? It's slowed down here. It means, it means buy, buy crap. crap. Believe everything mm -hmm. is a message. I wonder, what does it look like if I do this? Oh, that doesn't look good. Um, I'm just waiting for it to change over here. Watch more TV. And this is in mm -hmm. super slow-mo. Why do they want you to watch more TV? Well, more programming. Mm -hmm. Love you, TV. I love you, TV. I love you, TV. I love you, TV. This is what they're blasting in front of everybody. And there's oh, more it, than just this. It gets worse. Hmm? It gets worse. It gets way worse. I mean, Ye brought the spiritual aspect into it. I mean, this gets into that nature as well. Mm -hmm. So this is pretty much just that. Oh, and the end here, they have uh, walk. I can't read that. Market free, gift free. Nelson Mandela. Born. Freedom is slavery. Riot, fascist, pig, violence. All this crazy stuff. And um, the dark hidden messages. What about that? What? What? Yeah. The flashing light. The tempo. Yeah. Oh yeah. The um. What do they call it? Flicker rate. I suppose. Yeah. Yeah. Let's watch one more, and then we'll discuss. The dark hidden messages at the first Sphere concert were kind of scary. You'll see what I'm talking about in a second. But I'm just wondering: was you two the ones that picked these visuals or not? Because the words that flashed during this concert just doesn't seem like something they would do. I'm gonna type out what I think the words are saying, and you let me know what you see. Six six six. Dark fantasy. Pesticide. Viva Las Vegas. Zero future. God is waste. Pop a cop. Fantasy. Die. Junk. Zero future. Violence. Sex. God. Riot. Curse. Bust. Future. Violence. Fascist. Riot. Six 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 nine nine nine. This is the stuff they're putting flashing before people's eyes at these calls. That's some nasty stuff. Can uh, you believe that? Oh, there was so much in there. And you just gotta wonder. The first time I saw it, um, they had it on the news, and my husband had Fox on, which is not allowed in my house anymore. But I'm like, what? Why is this? And then I looked at what they were talking about, and I said, first of all. Because they were all talking about how they love to go to the concert. And I said, how much are those damn tickets? And I did look it wow. up. They're like 800 they? bucks for crap seats. Oh, wow. yeah. For nosebleeds, uh, huh? Second of all, they were all saying, oh, I love to go. I, like, I told my husband, never. I, I would go to that in a minute. Because I, I, I want to, but I wouldn't. I know. I saw the flashing. I went, those are all subliminal messages, what they're doing. Yes. And the problem is that even when you close your eyes, you can still see that tempo, that light. Yeah. And there's something to that flicker rate tempo type idea, mm -hmm. I believe. And then well, they get into just how frequency alone could modify our brains, right? And mm -hmm. have them vibrate at different frequencies. Um, it's very. I mean, there are frequencies that you can't even hear, but you're you can register but you're not it's your subconscious that picks it up not your conscious you physically react to it and your subconscious yeah. reacts to it and it it bypasses your alarm bells straight into your yeah. subconscious it's yeah. just horrible but i think like i said i'm not scared to watch stuff like this or explore it because i feel sound in my uh ability to not get sucked into it but then you have to wonder you know i've seen a lot of things how much of what i do is actually not m done with my own free will but because of influences outside and i'm like what if it's everything what isn't isn't that the question Vince? yeah how could we know how could we tell exactly yeah. <laughs> that's something huh I mean, the only way, like I, like I was saying, is really to just continually ground yourself 
and um, get away. I mean, nature washes away all the emotions because you're so in tune with the earth and with the, I don't know, let's just call it cosmic music. That the you know the music of the spheres when you get out away from buildings and structure and other people and you get into um, nature, whatever that is, however far you have to go to get it, we need to do that on a regular because Christopher, uh, yeah, Christopher Schaefer in the chat said, and remember it's going it's got the best speaker system ever, hmm. and your cells are going to feel the music. Ooh. That is the other thing that I, when I sent you that video, Vince, that's not out there anymore. Yeah. Um, they talk about the sound system. Mm -hmm. I'm sure there's other videos you can go out and find it. There are these tiny, they got these tiny speakers and they're all on the opposite side of the screen. So the sound is coming through the screen. So it's behind. Talk about virtual reality. And they actually show you. What do you mean? Hold on. You mean it's behind the, the screen that you are see? behind the screen. So yes. what you're looking at, the sound comes from behind it. Yes. So it probably the vibrates screen, the whole sphere. Yes. The screen is made with perforated like fabric or whatever, you know, um, material they're using. Mm -hmm. So the sound can get through it. And mm -hmm. the way they're using it, they, they show it in, in waves. They're sending waves of sound through. And they've actually, they did a whole, I wish that video was still out there so we could show it. Oh, How man. The sound is traveling through and the way the seats are designed. Wait. And that they can send, you know, signals through the seats, vibrating and movement, things like that, and everything. I mean, it's it's not just sound. They're wow. sending frequency. They're sending all these. So you're you're feeling it in a different way. So they're Gosh. they're affecting you. This is like this is like the double slit experiment. You yes. know, where your conscious is not, is blocking. You're the slit. I mean, the, the block, actually. And it's going around your conscious into your subconscious. And you you have no idea what nope. it's, I mean, if you look at the double slit experiment, the light goes through and it forms a pattern on the other side. The The barrier doesn't matter. It's, it's like a... Um, uh, hologram all of it is contained in each piece and it sounds like that's what the system is doing too to well, me all, all of this started years ago with movies and i remember it so clearly because my kids were young and i wouldn't let them watch the movie the ring have you guys ever heard oh, of the, movie really? the ring yeah. yeah it was a horror movie but in because i watched it with a bunch of friends and i'm like i don't i, I closed my eyes i'm like i can't watch this it was scary because I didn't watch it, but it's my daughter did. Scary. They were at times flashing all these different images of weird, oh. like weird stuff. Scary like stuff. Not just horror things, but all these different strange. And I'm like, what is this? Hmm. And then, like a week after I saw the movie, I got on the school bus with my daughter, hmm. and these kids were 10 and 11 years old, and yeah. they're all talking about the movie The Ring. And I'm like, you guys watched The Ring? Your parents wow. like, yeah. They're like, it's not scary. They're like, it was stupid. It was this. They didn't even realize what they were I thought watching. It was scary. It came out in 2002. Right. But they didn't even realize what they were watching, what they were seeing. These subliminal messages have been in these movies for a long time. So now you're going to take a whole venue full of people. And concerts have been doing this too. Techno fest, like if you go see it, listen to any of this EDM music, the techno, there's yeah. all kinds of stuff that's flashing up on the screen, and you got people doing psychedelics, mushrooms. Oh, completely like, opening and, up their consciousness again, to it. Consciousness is opened up in a completely different way. So then, when you you wake up and you're conscious again, you don't even know what's been it's stuck, all in. stuck in there. And then, like when you have that same auditory, auditory or sensory exactly. cue from a smell or a certain vibration or frequency, yep. maybe that emotion or that comes back up, and that neural pathway is just strengthened. And that's how they do brainwashing: is repetition. Yeah, that's why. Again, yeah. Like Manchurian can't. Well, plus again, yeah. not only sound, smell, but now when you say sound, it's not like they're just sending a bing or a sound. Right. You're listening to a song. So now as part of enjoyment now you go home and you hear that song 
What's it going to trigger you to do? I don't know. But when they hypnotize you, remember the old movies when they show you people to hypnotize you and all of a sudden you'd hear the word chicken and you'd start, you'd like go off or you'd start clucking like a bird. Yeah, right. So what is this stuff doing to people? Remember the Travis, or was it Travis Scott concert? Oh gosh. When everybody said they felt weird and, but who knows what's going on? There's all these different things going. It's like you're in a mass experiment. You are and just watching we are. that U2 concert. That's what that looks like to me. Yeah. And I just, I think that this is going to affect what people do um, along with everything else. I mean, have you guys looked at the mainstream movies and TV shows that come out on all these services that are selling TV shows and movies nowadays? It's horrendous. And it has been for years. Um, and I think it's been shaping what happens uh socially in the country for a long long well, time. I mean just look at the purge. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I watched I, I've watched all the purge movies. They're they're good to watch for a person who is a critical thinker. See it's the I'm concept the, it's the concept. But the message, That's what concerns me. Mm-hmm. It, have you watched any of the movies yet? No, I don't watch horror films. Okay. Or scary movies. I don't watch it's, them. Right. It's a very interesting way that they're presenting it because there are multiple facets in the movie that if you're just going into I bet a lot of people who are not critical thinkers are even picking yeah. up on them. Right. They're not even picking up on them. And I watch them as like, my husband tells me all the time. Mm-hmm. Can't you just watch a movie and enjoy it? Nope. Because I'm immediately trying to figure out what's happening at the end. Mm-hmm. I'm immediately trying to figure out everything that's going on. And Dean the Bean said she loves the or yeah, she loves the purge. And they have purge, they have purge election year, they have and every single one of them has a different aspect to it. And the very the movie called The First Purge. Yeah, I would say is probably the most interesting. I like Purge Election Year, but the first Purge shows you how there was a doctor, and they sold it as this the what you were talking about earlier, yay, that release that orgasmic type release mm-hmm. that mm-hmm. people will not be violent if they do this the rest of the year if they're allowed to kill one day a year that they won't have the urge to kill. And there was there was actually a TV show, too, that was very... It, it, and all of this, there was different things that touched on how this all came about and how they sold it to people. Mm-hmm. And then in the end, that it's a social experiment, but yet the politicians are using it to get rid of people that are expensive, like the people on welfare, like the people that are sickly, the people that are... you know It's... There are multifacets to that movie that it's so interesting. And again, it is a mind fuck. And it started coming out starting in 2013. And think about how much that's influenced people to do similar acts. Do you think so? I think so. I don't think it's influenced people to do similar acts. It might have influenced people to like riots. that conservatives are trying to kill the poor. Oh, wow. Because that is also an aspect to those movies. And well, it seems to me they're trying to make it socially acceptable, whoever the advocate is. But in the movies, it's not socially acceptable because the poor people are fighting back. I have to see that. I, haven't, the poor I don't think people I've seen fight back in every movie. There are people fighting back against the government that are the, not uh, for this. The purge so I watched you can was think that they're the movie is promoting and saying that this is a good thing, but in the movies, regular the regular everyday people are fighting back. Oh, I watched a cheesy so, TV version of it or like a television show version of the purge. Yes. Yes. Okay. That's it, the one I not, saw was, a little bit. The television version wasn't as good as the movies, but there were still parts of it that I, I, uh, I watched all of it because I hmm. find, I find the, the message they're trying to send very interesting because it does not seem to be consistent. The message is very 
It's strange. I think a lot of it isn't that deep. I think a lot of it is simply violence is violence, regardless of the story. I think watch the movie and then you tell me that that message in those movies is simple because it's not. I'm not saying that there's no message. I'm saying that the purpose isn't the message. The purpose is violence is violence, period, no matter how you tie it into. If that was the case, then I don't think they would have made it this deep Hmm. because there's multifacets to these stories. And anybody in the chat, tell me what you think uh, who's seen it because. There's so to, many different things going on in those movies that it's... To me, it reminds me of what they were teaching the kids, and I, they probably still do in school. You know, there's 12 people in a lifeboat, and we can only feed 10 of them. Who are you going to kick out or kill or whatever? That's what it reminds me of. It's To me, it's the same concept where you're deciding who lives and who dies. In those you movies? Have, nope. That is no. not, that's not in those movies at all. Oh. It might, again, if you've never seen the movie, the commercial might make you think that, hmm. or the trailers. But in those movies, you have so many people sacrificing themselves for the person right next to them, for hmm. people fighting for the cause, for people fighting for the person they love, for people fighting to save another group of people. It's, again, it's much more complex than what you guys are having not seen them. Mm-hmm. I, that I could explain because there's multiple movies and it's no, it's, it's not anything like what you think. Okay. So I'm still not going to watch them. I'm not saying <laughs> if you, if you don't like, you know, scary or yeah. stuff like that, it's, it's definitely not. But I, I don't like um, violence for violence sake. Mm-hmm. So that's why I don't right. watch those kind of movies. Right. Okay. One of the biggest mind control machines out there. Joe Rogan and Dr. Robert Epstein discussed this. And uh, it's a couple minutes. We'll kind of end on this and wrap things up here in the next 10 minutes. But uh, they're talking about the power of Google. In there, it's deep, 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 you know, many pages in. Oh, oops. Oh, I'm sorry. Hold on. It's in there. It's deep, 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 you know, many pages in. Whereas DuckDuckGo will give you the relative, you know, the relevant search results very quickly. So something's going on with search engines. And from your research, what you found is that it can significantly affect the results of elections. Well, not not just that. It can affect <clears throat> how people think. It can affect um, your opinions, attitudes, uh, purchases that you make, uh, pretty much it's, it's, it's a mind control machine. It's, it's the most powerful mind control machine that's ever been invented. Uh, and by the way, you should never use the Google search engine. Never. 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 Why is that? Because it, this is what I call, um, and this is an, this is an S&M platform. Now, I'm, n- I'm not sure what SNM means to you. I don't want to pry into your personal life, but uh, the point is that uh, but I, well, what I mean by SNM is that this is a surveillance and manipulation um, platform. Uh, on the surface, there are always two, two levels to everything with Google. On the surface, it's, a, it's like a free public library kind of thing, right? Yes. That's always on the surface. Beneath the surface, it's something different. From a business perspective, it's an S&M platform. It exists for two purposes only, and that is to trick people into giving up lots and lots of personal information. Notice your public librarian doesn't do that. Notice that they don't actually do that. (laughs) Right. And then it's also used for manipulation because they discovered quite a few years ago (laughs) that if they control the ranking of the search results, they can control people's opinions, purchases, votes. Now, they can't control everyone's opinions because a lot of people already have strong opinions. So the people they're going after are the people who are undecided, the people who are vulnerable, and they know exactly who those people are. Mm -hmm. And they literally, your, your mind is putty in their hands. Any thoughts on that? Totally accurate. Totally, man. Ugh. 
So I'm just going to go through my days trying not to be manipulated. Mm-hmm. I mean, when I was in college, um, I was in an IT program. Mm-hmm. And we've got three IT adults, I was at, I had a double major. So I was in marketing and IT. Oh. And um, it was interesting, the correlation between IT and marketing. I don't know how I ended up in that field but anyway that's what happened and uh well i guess it was kind of you know the path i was supposed to take but anyway um at the time um netscape was the main browser everybody used Mm -hmm. netscape and i remember when google started promoting and we studied it in i was learning about it in class and then studying about it as an example in my marketing courses and they were talking about the way that google marketed and their purpose their bottom line and one of them was to collect data on on an individual basis that's always been part of their marketing plan so you know I'm not surprised at all. What I am surprised about is that so many people still continue to use the Google search engine. That's what I'm surprised about. Google targeted tech people because I was coming up in IT at the time. And again, Google or Netscape, AltaVista, Yahoo, all three of those were the big ones. I used to love Ask Jeeves. Google just wiped them right off the map. But what did. Google did was it was like the go-to place for techies because they always made sure to have on the top all the best, um, because people don't understand this now. Back then, tech people used to have to use floppy disks or CDs or a CD backpack to upgrade systems. So, like, for me, I was an IT person working in a company where I'd have to go and update printer drivers and stuff like that. There wasn't plug-and-play. There wasn't any stuff. So, a tech person that needed to go find a driver for a video card or a printer or whatever fast, you went to Google. Because it quickly became the search engine that was the quickest to find you the tool you needed for your job. They gave you a great taste at the beginning. I mean, I remember, and I'm sorry, I'm gonna, I might offend some people, but I can remember um, looking at somebody's email, and I could tell their technological level. If they were on anything other than Gmail, they were, sorry, clueless. You know what I'm saying? Mm -hmm. They were on AOL. (laughs) Mm -hmm. I still have a Hotmail address. Because I never changed it because I went. No, not Hotmail. AOL. Well, I know what you're saying. I know <laughs> what you're saying. I Because I, I totally get it. Anybody used AOL yeah. was an idiot. But No, I don't mean true. idiot. I'm saying that <laughs> they didn't have any technical savvy at all if they were on AOL. As a tech all person. they did was put in the free disk, the little paper disk or whatever it was. Right. And they got online. Professional IT people looked at people that used AOL as an idiot. That's just the way it was. Because why would you put that crap on your computer? So when Google did that, I was saying before, by recruiting tech people Mm -hmm. very quick, because we were the people that were using it the most, they collected a lot of it. And by word of mouth, tech people went, you should be using Google. They told their parents, they told their kids, anybody that they were teaching or helping learn how to use the internet, they were saying, yeah, you're oh, right. go, here, go to Google. They marketed, marketed. Because it was fast and easy. It was. Wow. Exactly. And they knew the tech, techie people. Were now it's junk. The non-techie people. And now it's junk, kind of. So maybe, maybe the audience or you guys could help me with this, but I use Google once in a while. <clears throat> and it's to identify things. And so Google has a feature where you could take a picture and then it's probably the worst way I could possibly use it, you know, but I don't use Google otherwise. But if I take a picture and I want to know, like, what kind of rock is this? What kind of animal is this? What kind of plant oh, Google, is Google, the lens? Is that what it's called? Yeah. Yeah, I use that because it's just, it gives you Yeah, I mean, that's, that's, like, handy. That, yeah. that's handy. That's handy. 
but uh, the other stuff, I mean, it does. It manipulates the data and puts what it wants at the top. Oh, yeah. And uh, it's just not the same anymore. None of it's the same anymore. No. Do you guys... We're going to end it here. I know it's a quicker show than normal than what we're used to, but I got to get going, unfortunately. Like I said, though, Josh will be back Monday. I appreciate you guys for joining. Do you have any final thoughts or anything that you want to leave to Um to the I audience? sent you two videos about the sound system at the Sphere, okay. but if we don't have time to play them, that's fine. Yeah, we'll but have to post, post them. them on the Red Pill. SocialRedPill.com. SocialRedPill.com because... I, what I did find was they call it beam forming mm -hmm. and the videos that they show about how the sound travels and how they're targeting sections and mm -hmm. stuff is it's incredible. Well, maybe we could watch it if we could get Josh to jump on tonight and give us um, access. I'm not sure if he's available, if we could do that from the mothership. I think he said, um, you mean in the after is chat? He coming in? Yeah. No, in the after chat, we, all of us can share now. Oh, really? Yep, we have the ability to share all the time now hmm. in Zoom. So yep. then maybe somebody could jump in tonight and we could share that and watch it together. I just got to eat dinner real quick yep. and I'll jump on. And uh, I might be a little quiet, but uh, I'll be there in the chat and hanging out in the chat after the chat. And we're going to keep this kind of conversation. We're going to try not to be too political. And uh, Well, my final thoughts, if you want them. Yes, yay, please. I would like everybody to go out tonight under the moon and have a little spiritual orgasm. Oh, oh wow. All right. <laughs> Post Get pictures your on thing the social on, baby. <laughs> I love it, yay. Do you want us to rub ourselves down with salt, too? Like we if that's what turns you on, then do it. You got to get that energy all vibrating and let it yeah. loose. Just you take your socks and shoes off. When you wash crystals, you're supposed to wash them in salt. So oh. should we rip ourselves down in salt before we go into the moonlight? Or that something? would probably be yeah. good. <laughs> that would. Get that electricity flowing. Oh, I bet that would be phenomenal. I'm not Little even kidding. Little piezoelectric Roxy. <laughs> piezoelectric Roxy. <laughs> piezoelectric. That's so wonderful. Let's see here. Um, is that it, Yay? I love that. Yeah, that was it. All right. Thank you so much for joining Roxy and I tonight. I always appreciate Thanks, your yeah. feedback on these things. No problem. It's always fun to have another person. To I didn't. Her. I love it. I didn't crash with my new phone. Yeah. Ah, woo. Beautiful. Well, we'll have to do it again sometime. That's for sure. Um, I just want to leave you guys with this. Join the Social Red Pill, our private social network, socialredpill.com. Everything Red Pill Project is at redpills.tv, including sponsors and... Uh, putting your email in to keep track of what's going on day to day redpills.tv and the private social network is socialredpill.com that's where I'll be tonight uh, in the private chat for uh, subscribers uh, that's $5.99 a month or more uh, supporters and we'll have that zoom room open uh, if you have any trouble with that or if you've donated in any way form or fashion on any other means besides the social red pill, you could send me a private message with a free account and we'll get you in there. And I uh, we'll hope to see you there. Anyway. I will be on tonight. And so Yay. then I, I can share the videos. Okay. I won't be on, won't be on super late. You guys can either, tomorrow, but I have to go grocery today. shopping in the morning. I got things to do. You know, I not only am going to go out in the moonlight tonight, I got to go out in the morning and, uh, ground and i gotta get busy otherwise i go go insane so i gotta go to bed early too but i'll be there for an hour or two yeah i hope you could join us as well i'll, I'll not, try to get there It'll no worries fun. no no worries there's always tomorrow <laughs> with that everybody that's it and that's that i hope you enjoyed the show tonight leave a comment on rumble and I'll, we'll all see you soon take care god bless Night. god speed